And welcome back to another edition of Best Bets on Football Game Plan Podcast Network. I'm Emory Hunt, the czar of the playbook. With me, as always, is Gene Clements at Gene Clements on Twitter, Chris James at CJ49. I am at FBall Game Plan. Don't forget to check out and subscribe on iTunes and leave us a five-star rating. And if it's just your first time listening to the Best Bets Podcast, we will give you our best bets for the weekend, both college and pro football. So let's just jump right in. Chris, I will kick this one off. Starting in college football, like we always do, I'm going with, with a little bit of a different take here. I'm going with some FCS, some HBCU football. Hampton enters this weekend as nine and a half point favorites over Mississippi Valley State. Now, the Delta Devils have been down for quite some time, um, but they have shown a little bit more fight this year, which means they're scoring points. They're not winning. Um, but they are scoring points and making things very competitive. I think the new coach down there is going to get them headed in the right direction. And Hampton is coming off one, probably one of the more unique seasons I've seen. They've scheduled FBS, FCS, D2, D3, NAIA, and they have a – it's not a – it's a Bible college that they played recently. Um, they had to, as an FCS team, a Division One team, played a Division Three team up here in Queens – on the road, unheard of because they left the MEAC, so they had to create, they had to find a way to get a schedule. So that's why they have so many different, which I'm call it, uh, teams from different divisions. So I said all that to say this, they'll blow out Mississippi Valley, so later points with Hampton. And in my first college pick, E, I think about the um, Houston game, Houston versus Temple. Um, to me, it's no Ed Oliver, no problem. I think Houston's offense is going to be enough to carry them today. They've been getting off to a slow start, and and obviously that's troubling in in many games except for that USF game where they just came out and blitzed USF from the beginning. Um, But I like them to jump back on, get back on track. It's a home game. They got to go all the way from Philadelphia, come down to Houston. That's a nice long road trip, I think. Um, Houston can be a setup for people who don't know how to take take care of themselves in Houston. And so I really look for Houston to come out and jump on Temple early. I think that four and a half is no problem whatsoever. I like Houston giving up the points. And you know what? What I'm going to do is I'm going to actually go back home. Uh, last week I was not on the show, so I couldn't pick this uh, team. I've been riding with picking them all this season. So I'm going to go with the LSU Tigers not being able to cover the 13 and a half points. Arkansas will be able to cover that 13 and a half. First off, it's at Arkansas and Fayetteville, which is a tough place to play for LSU virtually every year. And after playing a tough and physical game against an Alabama squad, LSU is going to be a little banged up. Expect them to still get the victory, but I expect Alabama to cover that 13 and a half points. I think, like, I think Vegas is playing with folks as far as making that half point under two touchdowns to inspire them to bet on LSU. Don't take the bait. Go with Arkansas to cover. Yeah, I, I kind of feel that way too. I I do believe that's the the safe bet. Arkansas has been playing better as of late since we first talked about them in the early part of the season when they couldn't stop a nosebleed. I'm going to go back to the MEAC, and this time I'm going to go with FAMU and South Carolina State. Now, I've been on the broadcast for both of these teams' games. I just recently saw FAMU drop one to Howard in the go-go offense, and I also saw two weeks ago South Carolina State go into Howard and beat Howard as well. So Howard, I'm sorry, FAMU is 10-point favorites if they win this game. Now, this game doesn't count toward conference standings, so they'll still have to win one more game to get the automatic berth to the Celebration Bowl. So they still don't want to lose this game. 
and South Carolina State is 10-point underdogs. But what I've seen from South Carolina State, Buddy Pugh has gotten this team full of true freshmen, redshirt freshmen, and sophomores playing extremely well. I think defensively they'll keep it close because they just run the football. Their quarterback, Tyrese Nick, does a great job of just completing passes that he's asked to complete, and they end up chewing up a lot of clock. And FAMU's defense is good, but South Carolina State's offensive line and defensive line is, is very good as well. This will be a low-scoring game, but I do see FAMU winning. But take South Carolina and those 10 points uh, in this ballgame. South Carolina State, I'm sorry. This year, when it when it comes to betting, E um, and Chris, I just say in Bama we trust. I think the most impressive thing about Alabama, they dismantled an LSU team and they didn't even really play that great. Um, and when you looked up at the end of the game, LSU didn't have any points and Alabama had more than enough to cover the spread. They get to return home to Alabama. They won't look past Mississippi State. I know that this number looks big to some, but I have no problems thinking that Alabama is going to beat Mississippi State by more than 24 points. So I'm willing to lay the 28 with Alabama versus Mississippi State at home. So I'm going to jump into the Big Ten here in a big matchup this weekend with a team that's been a disappointment for the last several weeks, and that's Ohio State and the Buckeyes. I actually think they're going to cover this three-and-a-half points that they're favored by at Michigan State. Granted, it's a tough place to play. Antonio's a good coach, but let's go ahead and be honest. If you've watched Michigan State play this year, they don't offer you enough to actually have confidence in them to be able to do things like score points or be effective or efficient on offense, and they play opportunistic defense. I don't think Haskins will throw the ball away like he has Recently, I think he plays an exceptional game, and they end up covering this three-and-a-half going away. Moving on to the NFL, and I'm going to start this one off with an AFC South battle, the Indianapolis Colts traveling to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. I like the way the Colts are playing. They're running the football. Andrew Luck quietly has put together a, a statistic phenomenal season. Like He's on pace to throw 40-something touchdowns and has been probably the quietest 40-something touchdowns Defensively, they got one of the best players that probably be the defensive rookie of the year in Darius Thunder from South Carolina State, which I talked about earlier. They are three-point favorites in this ball game. Jacksonville still has Blake Bortles at quarterback. They may get back uh, Leonard Fournette, so that may change their game plan. But I still believe the Colts running the football, playing good defense, Andrew Luck doing a good job and and not turning the ball over and, and finding guys to move the sticks and ultimately in the end zone. I like Eric Ebron, who seems to score a touchdown a game. I would say lay the points with the Colts in this ball in this ball game. I look at this New Orleans team and I'm really bummed that a guy like Des Bryant may not be able to play for New Orleans. However, I don't think that is going to be enough to derail them from what they're doing. I think that they have an opportunity to go on the road and show that they can be dominant in a cold weather place like Cincinnati, um, where the weather is going to be incremental, I think you may see a big game from um, Mark Ingram in this one. I, I just think that this New Orleans team is on a mission. I, I, they've and when it comes to betting, you you can't you can't get around momentum, and I think New Orleans clearly has momentum right now. Um, that's why I don't mind giving up the four and a half on the road. Versus Cincinnati, I just don't think that Cincinnati will be able to score with New Orleans all day. I'm going to start with the first of two 
games, including NFC East guys, both on the road, and both actually three-point underdogs. The first one is the Redskins. Uh, look, this is what they've done this year. Whenever you expect them to do something and stand up, they don't. They did it earlier in the year when they ended up having a bust game against the Colts. Same thing happened last weekend against the talented Atlanta team. I don't think that Ryan Fitzpatrick and company can actually get the job done at home this week. Not only do the Redskins cover that three-point dog spread that they have, but I think they went straight up in this game. Expect them to actually show up on defense, and that Clinton Dix signing will actually rear itself as a good one in this matchup. I totally agree with you. I would take Washington straight up in that ball game. I'll be at this game on Sunday, the Jets versus the Bills, and from the looks of it, it's going to be uh, – I guess Nathan Peterman versus Josh McCown. And even in that matchup, I'm still taking Josh McCown and I'm taking the Jets defense against Nathan Peterman. There's no way in hell the Jets lose this ball game. They're seven point favorites. Now, whether it was with McCown or Darnold, the Bills, I think that's irrelevant. I think it's the Bills offense, in particular, the quarterback that's going up against this Jets defense. I will always trust the Jets defense versus Nathan Peterman. Lay the points with the Jets in this ballgame. My last game of the day, E. I Atlanta, Atlanta's playing Cleveland, and I know they're in Cleveland, and I know that people think that Cleveland, well, I don't know what they think about Cleveland, to be honest with you. I know that, for me, I don't like the direction Cleveland's going. I don't like what they've done personnel-wise. I don't like the uh, the decision to get a coach that was competitive out of their midseason and hire a coach who's never proven to be any good at being a head coach. Um, I like what Atlanta's doing. They're getting healthier on defense. They're clicking on all cylinders on offense. Matt Ryan's playing good ball. Calvin Ridley's balling out. I see Atlanta being able to cover easily. This line opened up at four and a half, I believe. I think it's all the way up to seven now. Um, so you want to jump on it before it gets any higher. Um, I, I'll take Atlanta minus seven or anything below that minus seven if I can get it. And the second of the NFC East games that I mentioned, I'm actually going to Monday Night Football, probably the most exciting Monday Night Football game of the year. No, I'm, 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 there's a bad joke. No, it's going to be possibly unwatchable. But if you watched last, last week's Thursday night game, you saw the great Nick Mullins take over and dominate. Listen, folks, if you watched the game, Oakland's defense didn't try. I don't think the same thing is going to happen with the Giants here. Nick Mullins will come back down to earth. I usually go with the talent and the better quarterback. Eli in this particular matchup is the better quarterback if he ends up playing. The talent is all on the other side. Odell Beckham, Saquon Barkley. Even the defensive side, they still have some more talent than San Francisco has to offer. I think this is a perfect storm for San Francisco to get blown out at home uh, with the Giants coming off of a bye week. I kind of agree with you there because I feel like when the when the story starts to get out of hand, now you're starting to hear a lot about you know Nick Mullins. You know, grew up on the wrong side of the tracks, and you know he ate mayonnaise sandwiches, all kind of stuff. You about to start hearing right when when the stories start coming out, the feel good stories, you about to get blown out. Um, and I feel like, like you say, coming off of a bye uh, and just having a flat-out better offense from a personnel perspective makes this a tough game, in my opinion, for San Francisco. So that's it for this week's edition of Best Bets. Be sure to follow Chris on Twitter at CJFlorida9. 
Gene at Gene Clemens. I'm at FBall Game Plan. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash football game plan. Leave us a five-star rating on our uh, football game plan podcast network, which is located on iTunes. Or if you want to listen to this on SoundCloud, go to soundcloud.com slash FBGP podcast. Remember to bet responsibly, and we will check you out next week.